Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome, welcome to the Hokie Hangover Podcast. I am Andrew Alex from ESPN Blacksburg and, of course, Sports Illustrated AllHokies.com. I am joined alongside the head honcho over at Sports Illustrated AllHokies.com, Mike McDaniel. Mike, how are you, my friend? What's going on, Andrew? Doing all right? I, I'm just, quite frankly, excited because our guest today one of the biggest, if not the biggest, pickup for Virginia Tech in this 2021 recruiting cycle. We have four-star California cornerback, DJ Harvey. DJ, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Good, man. Good. So, DJ, I'll, I'll start us off here. So, I, first of all, welcome to Virginia Tech. Um, you're going to love Blacksburg, number one. Andrew and I are both alums, so um, you're definitely going to love your good. time at, at Tech. Yeah, but um, I, I wanted to start off with this. Your dad is one of the most supportive people I've ever seen of their sons, like vocally on social media. Um, and he has been really just, he's been all about you, which is what you'd love to see out of a parent, obviously. But talk to us a little bit uh, about your dad and the influence he's had number one on your life, but number two, just kind of on the, on the recruiting process and helping to make sure, you know, you're making the most informed decision possible. Uh, you know, it, it was a team effort thing. Um, my mom was a huge part of that as well. Uh, it was just all around. They both were a team. They worked together to help me, uh, get to where I am now. DJ. So obviously you come from California, Virginia Tech in California, not usually a big-time recruiting pipeline. First of all, let's start off with how long have you been in contact with the Virginia Tech coaching staff? How long have they been on you? Uh, since February, March. Okay, so they were they were relatively they arrived relatively late in your recruiting process. They weren't one of the first people there. No, they weren't. What what stood out? Well, first of all, who who specifically recruited you? And what about that recruiter? What about that relationship that you were able to make stood out? Uh, with Coach Bo Davison, uh, he recruited me, and then I talked to uh, Coach Smitty right after. Um, with all the coaches, I had a great relationship with. Um, the the one thing that stuck out with them is most of them went to VTech, so uh, they had the ins and outs of what the program was like. So you actually get to feel from the player and feel from um, them being a coach and what's the difference. So I'll, I'll say all the coaches. So um, DJ, your relationship, you, you know, you mentioned with all the coaches has been really good. Um, obviously, I know Justin Hamilton's been a big part of your recruitment, obviously with you uh, playing on the defensive side of the ball. But 
what's your relationship been like with him and what has he said to you about how you know he plans to use you defensively and then on top of that I know you play both sides of the ball um, in, in high school I, I know that you're obviously dynamic on special teams as well um, mm-hmm. what has the coaching staff relayed to you as far as like your opportunities to play offense as well and maybe get involved in special teams um you know they they was just being honest they said I have to learn both of them just just to be ready um special teams I think I can come in and uh, bring a good spark as a true freshman and on defense um coach Hamilton just wanted to put me in the best situation where I can feel comfortable and where I can succeed so if that means playing nickel playing outside corner playing boundary corner um playing a deep safety or um coming down uh guarding a tight end in the box just things like that DJ and going back to your recruitment I mean, from the looks of it, I looked at your, you know, your 24-7 recruiting profile, and it looks like you had schools from all around the country pursuing you. What was it like when you have schools, you know, everywhere from Arizona to LSU, ultimately to Virginia Tech, places, completely different places in the country, different conferences, different, you know, obviously coaching staffs and everything like that. With so many different varied options, how, how were you able to weigh the pros and cons of all the schools and ultimately come out with Virginia Tech? Um, that's a good question. Um, you know, you just have to, you just have to, uh, pay really close attention to the, the coaches in the school and the academic part of it. So, um, a lot of times you see a school and you, and you like the school, but you don't really see the ins and outs. So when you get there, you're like, I didn't see this on my recruiting time. I didn't see this on my recruiting visit. Why am I just seeing this now? So you got to see everything in the flow. And Virginia Tech, um, I saw everything that I needed to see. So with the program, with the with the facilities, with the school, with the branding, I, I needed to see everything, what I needed to see. So it was just a good choice for me. And DJ, I know that you mentioned that um, you had mentioned that you may not have been uh, making your decision until sometime this fall. And then uh, you surprised a lot of people by pulling the trigger on the 4th of July. Uh, was it really just the case of you being ready and knowing what your decision was going to be, whether you made it now or in, or in the fall? You know, you knew that Virginia Tech was a school for you right away, and that and that's why you made your decision early, or was it, uh, like, another factor other than that? Uh, I knew, I knew like, early. I knew what I wanted to do, so um, I didn't want to, you know, I had the conversation with my mom, um, you know, we, we, we plan everything out as a family. So I came up with the conclusion, like, Mom, why don't I just drop it on July 4th? And she had asked me, why July 4th? Why do you want to drop it? And I gave her a reason why, because I didn't want to wait any longer. Because if I wait any longer, I'm going to feel like it's going to be more pressure added on. So I just wanted to get the pressure off my shoulders. And, you know, she agreed, she agreed with it. And me and her made an idea to do a video. Um, so when the video, when I first seen it, I was like, 4th of July is going to be good. It's going to be a good day for 4th of July. And nobody <laughs> nice. even knew. Yeah. Nobody, nobody knew it was going to happen. So it surprised oh, me. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Certainly caught us by surprise. It, obviously in a good way, we're excited to have you here. Now going back yeah. to your recruitment to tech, was there a player or, or, or a group of players on the team that you were specifically able to speak with, interact with, that left a good impression on you, or, or just anyone, any player in general that really guided you towards this program? Um, number one, I'll probably say Trey Turner. Uh, two, 
I'll probably just say like the commits, like the 2021 commits are already committed. So them two, them two groups alone, just was just a good fit. And, and how much contact have you been with those other guys that are committed to the 2021 class? Um, I've been in contact with them uh, for a while. Um, you know, when, when I committed, the first thing that they wanted me to do was call them. So we got on a group FaceTime and we called each other. It was just like, welcome to the team. Um, you know, when you come here, we're going to, like, you know, show you around, teach you some Virginia Tech slang or East slang. And I was just like, okay, I'm from Cali. So I just got to – it's just about a just game. It's just an adjust game. And, DJ, as far as, like, the other prospects are, con- are concerned, because Virginia Tech's in on a lot of guys right now that have not yet committed to Virginia Tech but are definitely, you know, feeling the Hokies and what, and what the coaching staff is putting out there. Um, have you been in touch with any of – you know, the guys who have yet to commit to Virginia Tech that are maybe considering the Hokies down the stretch of their own respective commitments? Like, have you done any sort of uh, recruiting, trying to get guys in the boat for the Hokies? I know you've only been committed for a handful of days now, but um, just like the commits did with you, I- I'm curious if um, you've been able to kind of reach out to any of the other guys out there right now that, that Tech's pursuing. Uh, Donovan. Yeah, I had to contact yeah. with Donovan for, for a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. And what, what's Donovan thinking? I know he's got he's got man, he's got I know Florida and, you know, Penn State looking at him and obviously Tech's been pushing for him really hard. I mean, what's been your message to a player of his caliber uh, to join you in the secondary in Blacksburg? Uh, just be different. Uh, we got some special we're trying to go on for the uh, class of 2021. So why don't we why don't we set the tone and just be uh, be different because everybody want to beat the Clemson's in the ACC. We'll be the first team to beat Clemson. TJ, going into Virginia Tech, as both a football player and as a person, what do you most hope to accomplish during your time in Blacksburg? What are, what are your personal goals? Um, I think I just want to um, get to meet new people, get to meet new faces. Um, like, just, just be around the Blacksburg area. Uh not all the time you get to a uh, West Coast kid get to go to the East Coast and fall in love because they probably get homesick. So I just want to get comfortable in the situation, uh, adapt quickly, so it wouldn't be a problem. DJ, I I read um I read online that um you had family or have family currently in the military, right? And that's you know part of the reason why you weren't necessarily afraid to kind of step out of your comfort zone and and go elsewhere and and maybe not play close to home and maybe going across the country wouldn't be as big of a deal for you. But um, was distance like a factor that was weighed in your decision? I mean, obviously not enough to, to sway you from committing to Virginia Tech, but is distance something you looked at, you know, distance from home, your family's ability to come see you play, that sort of thing. You know, how heavily did that weigh on you during your commitment process? Uh, you know, it was just all my, my sisters went to college and they went far away, North Carolina, Texas, Oregon, like just things like that. So, um, the the separation process isn't bad for me and my family. Um, my mom was in the military, so I didn't have her at a young age. Um, my uncles was in the military, so I didn't get to see them with my mom. So, um, just just space in general and being far away from each other isn't like it's not gonna hurt our family. It's just like uh, they know what we have to do, and uh, we got uh, represent the Harvey name the right way. But them coming okay. to the games is not going to be a problem. I mean, we travel all the time, so it's not a problem for us. 
DJ, outside of your parents, your immediate family, who would you say has had the biggest influence on your life to this point? Um, my youth coach, Coach Fred. Um, he, when I was 10 years old, um, usually, usually when you're a young kid, you go, you love to go see the Friday light games. Like that would be your Friday night. Like you won't go hang out with your friends, but you would want to go see a football game. You will invite them over. Um, when I played with Coach Fred, I didn't have the opportunity to go do that, which was low key sucked, but he, he made me watch film and that's when film became second nature. Um, film, film came like second nature to everybody on that team. So when I watched it, it was just like, it wasn't, it wasn't a problem to watch film. So then that's how I really started to study people, really started to grasp what they love to do. Um, and he just turned me into a better football player than, than I thought I was. And then the other influential people in my life, um, my godparents, um, you know, they've been there uh, just like how my parents were since day one. Uh, they they showed me the path. They showed me the way. Um, they were there from ups and downs. Um, they they were just they were just basically my second parents, my second immediate family. Um, they show they showed me the right way how to do things. When my mom was in, you know, when my mom was in the military, you know, they was always there. So. Just things like that, and I think both of the thing, Coach Fred and my uh, my godparents, because without them, I I don't think I'll be, you know, I don't think I'll be where I'm at today. DJ, what was Virginia Tech's biggest pitch to you? Because, um, like you mentioned earlier, you know, Tech was a little bit of a late arrival in your recruitment, um, and, and they came in and obviously made enough of an impression on you to, um. You know, I know you delayed your decision initially, and then you know you were planning on announcing this fall, and then essentially pulled the trigger on the fourth and surprised everybody. Um, what was Virginia Tech's biggest pitch to you, and and what kind of rang like most in your head when Virginia Tech was kind of going through the recruitment process with you and the opportunity to potentially suit up to play for the Hokies? Um, you know, they they were real upfront. Um, they and they was being honest and trustworthy. Um. You know, when, when you go to a school like that you all, and you're not from there, it's all about trust. How much how much can I trust you to put me in a good situation? How much can they trust me to go out there and do what I ha- do the right thing for the team? So the trust was a huge factor. Um, I trust each and every one of them coaches. Uh, they were a good support system for me and my mom and, you know, my dad as well. But just, just overall, like, they were, like – They'll call me, they'll call like my uncles, uh, and they'll just like just give like good talks to them and like just talk about how their school is. So them just trying to get to know my family a lot is that that was a huge factor. From a football perspective, is there any player either maybe currently at the college or professional or maybe a retired player that you've always idolized or, or modeled your game after, a player that you really respect? Players that I really respect, I have a couple. So players I really respect from my positions, um, one from VT, I respect Caleb Farley. I think he's one heck of a player. Um, for him to be that long, him being that fast, he's going to get drafted into really a good first guy. round. Really good guy, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, 
school us in college. I think I, I, I model, you know, I model my game after, you know, Jeff Okuda, Denzel Ward, Jamal Adams, probably like a Darius Slay on the defensive side of the ball, just because just the way they, just the way they carry the game, just the way they take the game to a whole different level than what their opponent is taking it. So they're already ahead of the game um, from the offensive side of the ball. Um, I like Devontae Adams. I think his routes, I think the way he thinks of the game, the way he runs his routes, depending on the, where the DB lines up, is great. You got a favorite pro team? I actually don't. I just got favorite players. I was just saying, that's how I am in the NBA. I kind of just root for individual players. <laughs> yeah, like NFL's like you can have a team, but then like your favorite players on the opposite team, so then you don't know which one to vote for, so... I just I just just have favorite players. I just watch football just for fun. So DJ from from tech standpoint, um obviously they they've been a school historically that's you know been near the top of the ACC and um the last few years obviously they've had their fair share of ups and downs. Um what do you think of the current roster number 1 the coaching staff and kind of the projection of Virginia Tech cuz I mean the Hokies look like they could be the favorite in the coastal division this year and um, with you guys coming in next year, obviously, um, you're going to have an opportunity to build on, you know, whatever Tech's able to do, as long as there's a season this year, obviously, um, build on whatever Tech's able to do on the field. You know, what do you think of kind of the current roster and the coaching staff and, you know, the makeup of, of Virginia Tech at this point? I mean, I think we're going to really shock the ACC. Um, I think we're going to shock the whole Power Five conference because it's like, you really think about it, like the the 2021 class that's coming in and replacing the guys that are leaving, like Caleb Farley, Jermaine Waller, um, you know, just those guys alone at the defensive back position. Um, you're gonna you're gonna need somebody to back that up. You're gonna need somebody to to go in and do what they have to do as a young guy. So I believe with this class, including myself, I think we were able to do that on the defense side of the ball. Now, DJ, I got to ask, you attend Sierra Canyon High School out in California. Mm. Have you ever met Bronny James, and have you ever met LeBron Sr.? Yeah, I have. That's, That's pretty it. cool. I would, <laughs> I, I would love to meet LeBron James. <laughs> yeah. So what's that? What's that relationship like, DJ? I don't know if you got if you know you got a tight relationship with him or or Bronny or um, either one of them, but kind of what's that been like? Because you know Sierra Canyon gets a they get a fair share of press just because of you know the basketball program and obviously LeBron's son going there. But what's it like going to a school with with LeBron's kid and kind of all the press that goes along with that? Um, it's not, he's just a normal kid. If you really get to know him, he's just a normal, goofy kid that just wanted, that just loved the game of basketball. And he, and he's just cool. Like, if you meet, like, we have a lot of famous people at our school that a lot of people don't know about, like, De- Derek Fisher's nephews, um, the Kardashians, the ha- Kevin Hart's kids. Um, you got the Waynes. Like, there's so many famous people at the school that when you get to, you think like, oh, they're just, you know, they're famous. They're going to act all bougie and nah, they're just cool people. And most of the, most of the famous parents come to the games. Like Cedric Entertainer's daughter is a cheerleader at, at our school. He comes to the games all the time. And he sits with our parents and he cracks jokes. Like 
everybody, every every celebrity comes to the football games and just have a good time. So when we go to the basketball games, it's not it's not like it's not like it's like oh my god, that's LeBron James. Like you already see him, so it's just right. normal that you see him. And and DJ to kind of fo- to follow up on what you just said, how do you think that you know being around? Because I mean to to Andrew and I, for example, just like normal guys from Virginia, like that blows us away that like you have those types of, you know, celebrities come to your games, et cetera. Like, how do you think that has prepared you for everything that comes along with being a major college football player? Like, do you think that being around those types of people and those types of people coming to your games and like big time celebrities and kind of your school always being in the spotlight, do you think that will help with the adjustment at the next level? Do you think it won't really have an impact one way or another? I'm just kind of curious to hear just based on uh, your perspective. Uh, you know, just just a lot. Like when you have celebrities go to your game, you they're expecting to see. You know, if they come to see you, they're expecting to see what you can do. And if they're impressed, they're impressed. So you always want to impress anybody, everybody. But but you're really trying to impress yourself and for your teammates. So when I just go out there, I just play, and I'll see them after the game, and I'll say hello, things like that. But just the media and just like the way. The way Virginia Tech helps their players understand what media you're gonna have to go through, especially in the NFL, is gonna even be more hectic. Media's gonna be on you heavily. People are gonna record you, things like that. So, um, you know, I just I I learn I learn from I learn from our school, and I'm I think I think everything that Sierra King has done uh, for me to learn that. Um, I had a chance to meet amazing famous people, um, amazing famous people. Um, just the way they just talk and just the way, you know, they want to know people, know, know new things, get new connections. Um, that definitely helped me along, along the way. So I think, I think once, I think once I, uh, once I go to VTech and once I actually in the school, I think it'll just come natural. Like, cause I already been at the, I already been in school with a bunch of famous people. So right. I'll be accustomed to all the media and stuff. You, you know, staying in California for a second, I mean, and you could give, make this a serious answer, you can make this a funny answer, or whatever you want. What do you think you're going to miss most about the West Coast when you come out here? Probably, my, probably like, the people that I've been, the people I got connections with, you know, my my best friends, um, just my family in general, um, you know, those those three groups alone is just the way – the way I like survive in California. Like I think if I didn't have those three groups, like the people that I know, my best friends, my regular friends, um, my family, I don't think I would be having this conversation about me going to Virginia Tech. Like each each person had a pick on like what they were gonna do and how like what school I was gonna attend, like just things like that. So, you know, it was just a great when you got a great support system, it's just you can own what you only can do is you can just embrace it. So I think that will be the most thing I'll miss about California is the embracement of how many pe- how many people show love in California. DJ, you're one of the uh, you're one of the first prospects in school history to come out of the state of California. You're like in a very a very elite group. Um, I, I'm curious, like what your teammates and coaches thought of your decision to come to Virginia Tech, and um, if you think that you know, you kind of paving the way, because you mentioned that with uh, the Donovan McMillan answer, right? You, like, you guys want to be different, and you want to try to pave the way. Do you think that you'll be able to establish, 
you know, some sort of pipeline, whether it's with, you know, guys who go to school with you now, like your current teammates, or maybe, you know, guys who you're friends with at other schools? Like, do you think that you'll be able to um, encourage them to kind of make the move, go across the country far away from home and, and join Virginia Tech? Yes, I think once I get there my freshman year and I do one year, um, you know, people people will see, like, a Cali kid surviving in Virginia Tech. The school must be that good because, you know, most kids that go from California to the East Coast, they want to go back home. They're, they're not used to all the East Coast or what East Coast has to offer. They're not used to that. So, yeah, I, I do have I do have a couple couple of people. Um, you know, my little my little bros, um, they just got recently offered from Virginia Tech. So, um, yeah, I had I had called them like probably right after practice. And I was like, I'm about to get you all on the line with one of our coach, one of my coaches. So y'all can see what I'm talking about. And once they once they got the offer and they saw what I was talking about, they was like, that don't sound that actually sounds like a good move. And I was like, you got it. You really just got to picture yourself in the moment. That's why I tell everybody, and they don't understand that, but I'm going to really break it down. If you picture yourself in the moment and you really seize the moment, you're going to – that moment is actually going to happen. So I pictured myself a thousand times going to Virginia Tech. I pictured it. I pictured it with mo- a lot of schools, but I pictured it with Virginia Tech mostly because there's not a lot of California kids that go to the East Coast. And if they do, they come straight back home because they're not used to it. So when I picture myself going to Virginia Tech and me being the first Cali dude there, I wanted to be a trendsetter. I wanted to be different. I wanted to change change the way California is looked at instead of everybody staying in Cali, have kids go to the East Coast. And that's what and that's what a lot of and that's what a lot of people started to really, really believe that I was going to stay in the West Coast. But I changed it because I knew a lot of people was going to be like, why did you choose the East Coast? So my incoming freshman year, I'm going to prove, that's my goal is to prove to everybody why a Cali kid can survive in the East Coast. Uh, DJ, I'm going to do one more kind of serious question, and then and then we'll do a couple of fun questions for the end here, rapid fire after that. The first. Okay. So – DJ Arby shows up on Virginia Tech campus, you know, fall or, you know, August 2021. I don't know if you're going to be an early enrollee, whatever. Mm-hmm. You got the, you know, you got the 5 a.m. workouts. You got all of the hard work that comes with being a big-time Division One college football player. Mm-hmm. What mod- What motivates you? Because obviously you've made it to this point. You are one of the best players at your position in the country, mm-hmm. you only didn't get that way by accident. How does DJ Harvey motivate himself to get up, to do that extra work, to run those extra laps, to lift those weights when no one else is? What motivates you? I'll say my cousin JJ and my grandmother. Them two people were very working hard people. Um, they were driven. Um, they they really paved the way for you know for me honestly. Um, my grandma was there when my mom was you know not around sometimes, and I think I really thank her for that. And she she really she really was just a a joy of smile. Like if you look if you knew my grand if people knew who my grandma was they would be like 
that lady had had the best smile in the world. Like she had, she was full of happiness. So I think when you look back at that and you realize like you miss those moments, you can only miss, you can only do what she wants you to do. And the same thing for my cousin JJ. Um, you know, he was like a big brother to me. He kept me out of trouble. Uh, he did a lot of things uh, to put me in a great situation. And I just really thank him for that. And that's why um, when people when people look at my arm, they like, who is that on your arm? And I'd be like, my cousin JJ. Well, they sound like really special people, DJ. That's pretty like, – uh, and, that, and that's a very awesome thing to have motivating you. All right, rapid-fire fun questions here. Uh, okay. On a, scale of one to, on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate In-N-Out Burger? Oh, I got this question yesterday. Some some random uh, fan asked me this yesterday. Um, I forgot his Twitter, but I'm going to add him on Twitter for that. Um, I'll give it a 6. I don't eat In-N-Out like that, so I'll give it a 6. Oh, wow. Well, I've been to In-N-Out Burger one time, and I thought it was like a magical experience. But luckily for you, the food at Virginia Tech, very good. So hopefully you can improve on that stick when you come here. All right, favorite movie of all time? Shark Tale. The kid movie. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, Shark Tale. I've been watching Great that choice. since, like, I've been watching that since I was young. I think my mom had got the movie, and I was like, I was like, who is that? And also, it's just a bunch of fish. But then I really, I really started to enjoy it. And like, like at a young age, that's how I used to fall asleep. It's just watching that movie. That's awesome, man. Yeah, Shark Tale, Will Smith, great movie. All right, DJ Harvey in the locker room. Game starts in like I don't know, twenty minutes. Headphones in. What song you listening to to pump yourself up? Either Nipsey Hussle or Lil Baby. Vacation anywhere in the world? Where are you going? Either Hawaii or Miami. You can have one meal for the rest of your life. What are you picking? One meal. Ooh, one meal for the rest of my life. Uh, I'll probably have to go with waffles. Xbox or PlayStation? Oh, PlayStation. Favorite game? Madden. Love it. All right, good choice. Yeah, good I choice. grew up. Good I grew up. I that my favorite. I'll say my favorite Madden. Would have to be with Mike Vick. That, that was my favorite one. Madden 2004. That was a great one. Yeah. Mike yeah. Vick, go Hokies. Hey, last yeah. one for you. The floor is yours. What do you have to say to Hokie Nation? Um, what I like to say to Hokie Nation is that you're going to get a player that uh, is going to go 110% every play. Um, he's going to do everything he can to put the, put the uh, program on the map. And me and the 2021 class are going to grow this thing, and uh, hopefully in the next three, four years, we'll be in the na- national championship. Well, DJ, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been awesome, man. Yeah, thank, thank you, DJ. Appreciate it. All right, folks, thank you for listening to the Hokie Hangover podcast. If you like what you are listening to, well, go ahead and subscribe. We are on all of your normal po- po- podcast platforms. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Hokie Hangover. You can follow me at Andrew Alex Radio. You can follow Mike McDaniel at Mike McDaniel SI. You can follow DJ Harvey at DJ. Give him your Twitter handle. Uh, D Har uh, D H A R V and then zero two. All right, folks. But if you like what you're listening to, we assume that you probably went to Virginia Tech or a bunch of people that are fans of Virginia Tech. Tell them about the podcast. Spread the word. It is the best way to do it. 
Give us a rating. Leave us a review. We appreciate every single one of you. As always, this podcast is brought to you by Main Street Pharmacy. Main Street Pharmacy in Blacksburg, the best pharmacy in the land. If you want the personal quality service that you can't get at a big corporate conglomerate like CVS, head on down and see Dr. Jeremy Couch over at Main Street Pharmacy. Thank you for joining us, and as always, go hope.